And we're going. This is the episode. Welcome back. Should we try doing that? Sure. The The episode started now. We're in. Okay, we're in. There we go. No, no intro needed for this one. Well, now I feel bad because that was my suggestion and this was your week's intro. I don't give a fuck. We're still going. We're still, well, this is good, though. Yeah, this I don't, is good. I don't give this a is sh- fun banter. Because I, I wanted to start it early because we were ta- speaking of giving shits. This brings us into our first subject. We were talking bidets. Leave a comment below. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, were. super, super underrated. Like, Very underrated. But I mean, see, again, it might not be people's things because they're, you know, weird about their, their asshole and, and, and whatnot. But, like, you can't knock it until you try. If you tried it and don't like it, you know, fair play. It's not for everyone, but... You can't Damn, diss it a, if you've never been been in the trenches with it. You know what I'm saying? Trenches indeed. And I'm gonna float this yeah. one out there. All right. Floater. Um see, I don't think it's as much people knock it until they try it. I think we're the weird ones for talking about it. Because I've polled people. I pull I I I pulled people that have used it and not used it. And if you're on board, you almost don't talk about it. It's kind of like those in Fight Club don't talk about Fight Club. Like, I've spoken to people that got a good one and have it installed, and they just they don't even bring it up at parties anymore. Well, that's, just, oh, that's just because that's such a big flex, though. Like, if you got like one, nonchalant, no one, like, like, no one can top it. That's, that's like having, is what you're saying, it's like having old money kind of thing. Like, they don't feel like they have to brag about it yeah. anymore. Well, it's like if I'm, at a par- if I'm at a party and... A girl's like, you just hey, you want to come back well. to my place? Or this random dude's like, hey, do you want to come to my place and use my bidet? Man, like, I'm taking the bidet every day. Be- but because you're new money. True. Right? True. Like, if you have true. one in your house, you're going back to that true. girl's place. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, you make a good point. See, so, but that's so when... you gotta have that. You got to have that bread to, to get one, though. Fair. But 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 I guess the point I'm making is I think once you get it, it it stops becoming a big deal. It's like yeah, of course I have it. You don't. Like they stop talking about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think moving forward, maybe to to make ourselves seem more like a higher status, to make ourselves more established in the bidet game, we got to stop talking about it. You know, we just, we got to pretend we're old money, even though we're not. Yeah. We got to pretend we're old money. Got to keep it low key. Good point. Yeah, it's like the new millionaire. As long as he walks in that country club confident, like they're not going to look at him the other way. Yeah, good point. I'm glad we started the episode on this foot. Yeah, that was good. It lets everyone know this is going to be a football episode. Yeah. Well, before, well, technically still football, but uh, big weekend of sports. Uh, World Cup is wrapping up this weekend. Um, yeah. Soon. Tomorrow, uh, December 17th, so the day after we're recording this, uh, Croatia and Morocco play in the, the bronze medal game. And then the following day, Argentina and France in the gold medal game for the World Cup. Two big Zoom. games. That's Messi, right? Lionel Messi. Yeah. He, he's Sue, exactly. Yeah, and Messi, so we, we did talk about it the other day, um, and Messi did say that after Sunday, that like that, like this is his final World Cup game he's playing, and he his reasoning was was very similar to what we talked about. How you know he's he's getting older, and you know it's and four years until the next World Cup. There's a lot of good up and coming players on Argentina, and you know who knows what what um, shape he's going to be in and whatnot when he's you know four years older. Um, so yeah, yeah sun, Sunday Sunday will be it for. Him. And I, I hope he, they win it. he goes I hope out they with win the gold medal. I'm cheering I hope he goes him. out with the gold medal. I'm going to oh, be honest sure. with you. If I can find a good deal, I've, I've, I've thought about getting a, getting a Messi jersey. Just as long as last year, I'll show up to a bar, I'll wear the jersey. Yeah. And also, worth noting, the, the bronze medal game, Croatia and Morocco, were both um, in the same uh, grouping. They were both in Group F with Canada. So that's good also another, when we were, yeah, when we were talking about how things to look forward to for Canada, you know what? Canada was just in a really, uh, really strong, um, grouping yeah. there. The two teams that, that made it out of there went on to, to the bronze medal game. So, and both could have been in the, the gold medal game. 
They were they were only one game away from making it there, so. Um, Although I think Argentina just had their way with Croatia. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Well, and like, and same know. same with France over Morocco. Um, but you know, hey, Morocco at the end of the day, you know, I think win or lose it, they should be. You know, they they knocked off Portugal, which was absolutely massive, and France took down England. So you know, what, at the end of the day, um, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, Morocco really. They should be proud of how far they, they've come throughout this tournament. And same with Croatia. They knocked off uh, Brazil as well. So. Um, yeah, I don't really got much to say. I don't, well, like, we don't know much about, about it. Like, it will come down to Mbappe versus Messi, right? He's the big guy for France. That sounds about right, yeah. I don't really know France at all, but that name sounds familiar. I think you're right, though. Yeah, no, should should be two two very um very good games. He sounds a lot like myself, actually. Known for his exceptional speed and finishing. Oh, hey, there you go. Man after my own heart. I I really hope though that they they're they're close games. Like, go goes to extra time, goes to penalties or whatever. Like, I just hope they're they're good yeah. exciting games. But at the end of the day, I just I hope Arge- Argentina does win the the gold medal. Me too. Plus, didn't France win it last World Cup? Um, no, I believe Germany won it, but France was uh, in the finals. So, they, like, they they went back to back. Um, actually, no, no, France did win twenty eighteen. Maybe I'm thinking of the year before. Yeah, no. So France did win. They uh, they beat Croatia. So they're trying to go back to back. They're trying to do the repeat. Yeah, the other. Or in yeah, France, would they call it the oh, oui, oui, Pete? Yeah. Um. I actually just. Uh, oh, found come on! Out... That was a great joke, Brandon. Give me some on that. Oh, it was good. It was good. I'll give you that. Uh, but actually, I, I found out just a couple of days ago. because uh, again, like we don't really pay much attention to soccer too much, but the World Cup in twenty twenty six is apparently coming to North America. It is. So we will. Uh... I had heard that. Yeah, so in four years, we got something to look forward to again, right? And I think it's something like Canada will get in automatically. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I guess last bit of World Cup news. Do we want to touch on the the guy? Who? The guy, the guy kicking the bucket. I forget oh, his name. yeah. I forget his name. Super, super well-known soccer radio. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember his name. I was Googling him earlier. I'll pull Grant, it up. Grant Wall, was it? I think his last mm-hmm. name actually was Wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. Grant Wall. Yeah, I was right. Hey, look at that. Grant Wall, hey, there you go. Look at you. Pulled that out of my ass there. Yeah, because I remember I texted you the night happened. You're like, should we talk about it right now? And I was like, well, maybe we should just wait a bit and... Wait for the dust to settle a bit and, and see if anything more comes out. But, um, yeah, that that's crazy though. So, um, it came out that it was an aneurysm. Yeah, an aortic aneurysm. Do we also, twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Two of the host cities: Vancouver, Toronto. Well, cause I remember Double PGO live shows. That, that Vancouver was doing a lot of work at, at their facilities to to get it ready. So I kind of figured that they would be, be. And then obviously, yeah, you knew it was going to go to Toronto as well. Like, how could it not? Yeah, a little, little PGO on the road for it, four years down the road. If the band uh, hasn't broken up by then, kidding. Nah, we would never. Never. Rock solid. Rock. Except I've brought. Solid. I've brought in a few Yokos. Huh? No comment. Fair enough. Ah. Okay. <laughs> uh, On to football, shall we? Yeah, American football. Yeah, let's do the it. The real sport. Oh, that we just lost half our fan base without comment. Um. You did. <laughs> 
I kept my mouth shut. I was a good boy. Um, I was a good boy throughout. Soccer. Admit it. Call oh, it soccer right now. It. Call it soccer. Call it what soccer. Is, it's called soccer here. That's there what it is. That's and what it say is it's here. called soccer worldwide. Well, that's that remains to be seen. Say it. It is, uh, to me, it is soccer worldwide. The soccer World Cup. There you go. Now I'm in the trenches with you. Thank you. Um, speaking Man, my, uh, of being in the trenches, the Arizona Cardinals is just a fucking <laughs> shamble of a franchise right now. Could it just be the Cliff Kingsbury method by chance? Shamble. Could it be? Hear me out. Hear oh, me no, out. Could it be the Cliff Kingsbury with, method? No, it's got nothing to do with Cliff Kingsbury at this is point. Is it little baby Kyler? Well, has he so, has he been gaming more that he's injured? Shut up. Shut up. So Murray is done for the season. Tours ACL. Everyone's cheering about it. Thank God it's Everyone not loves thumbs. it. Everyone is happy. Now, um, over the past couple of days, the Cardinals GM Steve Kime has uh, backed away. He's, he's taken a personal leave of absence due to health reasons. Quote unquote, health reasons. The same time that it's now coming out that um, the Cardinals are, they, uh, their, their former offensive lineman coach, I can't remember his name, but he's filing for arbitration, I believe it is, because he feels like he was wrongfully fired um, due to like identity theft or something, or, or he was misidentified, but... So he was um, fired after the Cardinals in San Francisco played in Mexico because he was seen doing inappropriate things to women in public. Okay. Um, so he was, he was immediately fired after that news broke, and now he's coming back to um, say, I, was, I, I didn't do this. They might have had me confused with someone else, and I was wrongfully fired, and I should be compensated. And it's the same time now that the Cardinals GM Steve Kime is, is now not available for questioning, not available for, for anything. He, he's taken his leave of absence. And so he is completely um, missing an action right now for the team. Wow. Okay. So in a year, a year where the Cardinals fans think it can't get worse, it just continues to, to get worse and worse for them. Because here's where I'm more confused. And more stuff keeps coming out. Yep. Here's where I'm confused. So two years ago, Tampa hosted the Super Bowl. Oh, are you? Are we seriously going to go down this road? And they won it in Tampa last year. LA hosted yeah, the Super oh, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So I thought because Arizona was hosting it this year, aren't they supposed to? Like they're at least going to be in the playoffs, right? See, but the. Cardinals, unlike the Rams and Bucks, didn't sell their entire future for the next couple of years just to get one ring. That's the difference. Because now the Bucks, Bucks are going to be Bucks are going to be mid for the next foreseeable future. Rams are, I think, still going to be mid. And you know what? For the next you couple of years. You know what? Huh? So are the Cardinals. Yes, they are. They and they didn't even are, get a I can wholeheartedly Bowl. say that they will be. They 100% will be. And they didn't this, even get a Super this Bowl. Last, going back to the end of last season, the Cardinals had the entire perfect um, mapping to uh, build off last year and come back and go to, go to the, the Super Bowl. I was fully convinced they were going to be one of the best teams in the NFC. It looked really good when they grabbed Hollywood Brown at the draft. And then they proceed to draft players that, as, as their management says, they don't feel that they're ready to play. All these other teams got these, these studs coming out of the second, third, fourth, fifth round, all playing. Cardinals, they don't have that. For agency, they didn't go out and, and really do anything. They were, they were completely content to, to stay right in the... Um, where, where they were, and it, it didn't pan out. And then even middle of the season, they're, you know, going back and forth. They're, they're kind of a tweener team. It's like they're, they're on the cusp of getting there, but at the same time, like, they're being held back a bit. And they, they don't really do anything to, like, they bring in 
fucking Robbie Anderson. Um, they traded for that offensive lineman. They, they gave up draft capital for players that they're not even willing to play now. It, it's just a poorly, poorly run organization. Like, why are you giving up your draft capital uh, that can be used to get future young players to be in your lineup to get aging guys to be like, we're not going to play you, though. We're happy you're on the team. We love having you here, but you're not going to play. So. Um, so, so fantastic that this was the year they did hard knocks for him. So fantastic. Oh, yeah, no. I, I so think it's just all come together beautifully. Makes My question is going to be, exactly, when Larry Fitzgerald gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? I'm glad you said when. Finally, you're on my side about something. Thank you. What do you mean? I've never been team anti-Larry. It's Larry no, Legend, but dude. But you're anti-Cardinals, so. Yeah. I'm glad at least there's one, so, there's one spot you like about the Cardinals. And Kurt Warner. Um, when Larry Fitzgerald gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, do you think it's going to be all of the Cardinals organization on one day? Or do you think they're just going to take turns pissing on his legacy? What do you mean? Cardinals ruined him. He should sue them I, for I back pay. Say, Forget I, that I coach. I wouldn't overly say that they ruined him. Um, they never gave him a no. ring. Yeah, but they, they had opportunities. The team just came up short. It was like it was a collective team thing. Like they they, they put out a, a good team. It was just the right things never um clicked. Bill Belichick gave like twelve five seven white dudes a ring before Larry Fitzgerald got one. Let that well, sink in. Oh you but that's a thing though. So you're comparing Bill Belichick to the Cardinals. Scrubs. Like, that's like, you can't do that. It's the same thing as, um, I mean, the most notable example would be with, well, no, that's, no, that's a bit of a stretch. But, but no, I like, I get what you're saying, but they had the team. It's just the team couldn't, couldn't get it done. It's like, it's, it's on the players at the end of the day. On management. Do you um, know who I think it's on? Do you know who I think it's on? I'm going to say Steve Conksy fucking sucks. The fans. No. They weren't cheering hard enough. No. Shut up. <laughs> the worst part is the fact that the time they got to the Super Bowl, they lost to Ben Roethlisberger, and that's what hurts Big the ben. most, I think. Big Ben. Um, moving on now, because I got that rant out of the way about how the Cardinals organization is going to be shit for the next couple years, because they are not going to make any changes. They're going to run with the same group in management, and it's just going to get worse. Hey, Brandon. Yep. Despite not making any changes as well, do you know what's not going to be shit, but also might still be shit for the next few years? We talking about the PGO Parlay? The PGO Parlay, baby. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. What flop was that? Oh, my. That was one of our biggest flops this season. I was confident. Yeah. I was like, this was the one. I I was calling people. I was saying, hey... Let let me let me buy dinner next next Sunday because I'll I'll have the money. You'll you'll call me up. It'll be Will Will Money Guy. That that that'll be my new nickname, Will Money Guy. No, literally, yeah, like it fucking sucked. Yeah, it was. That was, that was um, a big loss. Do we remember? I'm trying to get the no, the history you, up. If you can, you pull up the games, and I'll pull up the the parlay. Oh, I'll, I'll happily pull up the games because I've I've got the parlay here. And I'll also pull up a rope and kick out the stool. I'm kidding. You might have to after the way this one went. Fuck. It me. was a bad one. Okay, so, so we're we the first game on the PGO parlay, baby. Lay it on me quick. We first game Cowboys, off the jump. Cowboys money line. 27-23 over the Texans. Baby, that's one. One on the board. That's one for Will and Brandon. Chiefs money line. Eight. 34-28, Chiefs. That's two for Will and Brandon. We're on the board. Big baby, we're, we're feeling hot. We're on a roll. The Vikings money line over the Lions. Hey, this is where we had a bit of a stumble up. Lions, Lions beat us on that one, not going to lie. Now, usually that would mean the parlay over, but for the sake of this, we're just going to keep going. So to us, one betting gods. 
Seahawks money line. Once again, we were struggling a little bit on this guy. See, now, now the betting gods are getting their payback. They're catching up in this game. We're tied two apiece. Brandon, can we win against the betting gods? We had Bucks at three and a half to cover the spread. So they had to get three and a half points. Yeah. So, so they were the favorite. So, so we, we thought not only were they going to win, but they were going to win by more than three and a half points. So it wasn't going to be a close one. No, they were the... Un- oh, no, they were the favorite. Yeah, never mind. They were. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So, and Brandon, they- I got some good news. Yep. Wasn't a close one. Yep. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. 49ers, baby. Yeah. The 49er wine and diners. Okay. Was that What's the that whole parlay? Us- Was it the five games? Nope. We had oh, the Dolphins money line oh. on the Monday night game. The betting gods went 4-2 against us. Just bent us over. We, we, started, we started out hot, and it just went downhill. Humbled and quick on us. And, it, it, like, it, it, yeah, like, it, like, Cowboys, that, that was a given. Cowboys almost fucking lost that game. Yeah. They get, like they got a touchdown with what like fourteen like forty five seconds left or something like yeah the, even our wins weren't close like even the Bronco or the Chiefs didn't stomp all over the Broncos by any means yeah no another um and and that's the thing again it's the funny thing the Broncos put up twenty eight points if their yeah. defense played the way like it has all season would have been a win but they let up thirty four points this time. And they lose. Um, Lions steamrolled the Vikings. Again, I think the Vikings are one of the most overrated 10-3 and three teams I have ever seen. Like, they, they're not going to last at all in the playoffs. No, no chance. First round knockout is happening. Um, okay. And then, yeah. But, oh, like, let, me, let me break it down for you. I'm just going to break this down for the top six teams in the break NFL right now. Break so, it down, Brandon. The Eagles are the number one team in the league right now. Their point differential, plus 138. They scored 138 more points than, than against their opponents this season. The Bills, number two, plus 132. Right up there with the Eagles. The Cowboys are in fifth place. They have a, they're plus 131. So again, Cowboys, 131 more points scored this season against their opponents. The 49ers, plus 128 in sixth place. Then we take a little bit of a step back. We got the Kansas City Chiefs there in third place, plus 86. Minnesota Vikings ranked the number four team in the standings this season. Guess what their point differential is? 12. Minus one. Oh. They See, are I tried to lowball you are, and I still they are, lost. They are 10 and three, and they have a negative point differential on the season. And it's not even like, like they're, they're scoring substantially less points than the Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys, 49ers. Substantially yeah. less. And their defense is allowing substantially more. Like, the, the only team close up there is the Chiefs at 298 um, points against, and the Vikings are 313. Like, I can't remember the last time I've seen a team it, right up there in the top, a 10-3 and record, and they have a negative point differential. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in 20th place. They're 5-8. and eight. They have a zero-point differential. They're dead even. Like, they haven't. So, looking back at it, we honestly shouldn't have taken the Vikings because we were back and forth on that one. We're we like, were back man, and like, forth on we're a like, few. But we're like, we're like, man, how could you not like, pick them against the Lions? But, like, dude, the Lions are fucking good. And the mm-hmm. Vikings are not good. As uh, we've learned. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. So that parlay flopped. Um, is there any, any big takeaways from week, week 14 for you? Like, 
Uh, I think I need to suspend my betting account. Dude, I think so, man. Fuck me. Like, just a tough, tough, uh, tough week. Um, all in all for us here. But we do have week 15 coming up. What are you thinking? Little, little double header PGO parlay action? Is that what we're thinking? I think that's going to be a big week for us. I was wondering because we got the Saturday games. Yep. Do we want to do a Saturday parlay and a Sunday parlay? We only got three games of Saturday. We got Colts, Vikings, Ravens, Rams, Dolphins, Bills. So here's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking, Brandon? Tell me what you're thinking. What are you thinking? These are all Saturday games. It's not the usual NFL schedule. So one would consider them primetime games, right? Okay. I would, I would consider that a primetime game. Like, it's Saturday. They're, they're spaced out, so it's only one game on at a time. They're, they're primetime. They're the only game in the NFL going on during their time. I like where so you're going. We, Continue. What if we do? We can do a parlay consisting of the three games on uh, Saturday here. And we include the Sunday night game and the Monday. So we do, like a, a we, do like a, we do a primetime PGO parlay. And then we do a regular consisting of uh, the rest of the games that are on Sunday. Brandon, between the two of us, you know, you've always been the smarter one. A PT, PGO parlay, primetime. Primetime PGO parlay. Here's the only issue, though. We're going to hit it. What the hell are our bets for the Giants, Commanders, and Rams, Packers? Yeah, that's what that's what we're gonna dive into. We're gonna get amped about it. Oh, friend, and I just put my swim trunks on. Let's dive into this bad boy. Let's do it. Let's start with let's start, with, start the with the Saturday. Yeah, yeah start, we start took there. the words out of each other's mouths. Um, we'll Colts Vikings. Up. Fuck. Colts Vikings. Fuck. Yeah, off to a bad what start. What, what do we do, man? I don't want to pick the Vikings. I don't. I just shit on them and said how fucking bad they are, but the Colts might be worse. Might. The four, eight, and one Colts might be worse than the 10 and three Vikings. Who's behind center this week for the Colts? Is Taylor in the game? Uh, he sh- yeah, he should be. I, I, he's been relatively healthy last couple weeks, so she should be good to go, as far as I've seen. I don't okay. want it because I just shit on them for a good, like, three minutes there, and just talked about how they're the most overrated team I've ever seen, and they're, they're so bad, but I think you, you have to take the Vikings still over the Colts. You almost have to. Oh, like, like all things yeah, considered. because it's prime time. Should we have to bet with the spread? Oh, dude, prime time Kirk Cousins. There we go. Vikings are winning. Oh, you're right. I completely forgot about that. Prime time Kirk. Yeah. Prime that's time like a Kirk. whole different football player. So that's the thing. Do we want to do, do it like just straight money line or do we want to do with the spread? Part of me kind of wants to do with the spread. All of the games? It's only three and a half. It's only three and a half they have to cover. I'm I'm comfortable with that. I am comfortable with that. Okay, then we got Ravens Browns. Browns are the favorites going into this with Deshaun Watson. He lost last week, but I wonder now it's week three, a little more comfortable. Do you give him the shine? Do you give him the nod over the Ravens? So the Ravens <sighs> tough. Cause all right, so no, yeah, we're taking the, the Browns because Lamar Jackson isn't playing, uh, Huntley is playing. And I think with that okay. Ravens team, if you don't have Lamar playing, you ain't winning. I think it's yeah. that, that straightforward and simple. You'll have a record amount of receiving yards, but you ain't winning. Like Lamar Jackson has, is leading the team in rushing and in just straight-up attempts alone. Tied for the most in, in tutties, and he's got over 300 yards more than Kenyon Drake at second. Like, mm-hmm. without Lamar, they don't have a run game. 
I mean, like they they do. It's it's serviceable, but like it's it doesn't carry them to victories like it does when Lamar's playing. And without him, oh. yeah, no. I I Browns would I would to cover the three. Well, yeah, Browns to Brown, cover the three. Yeah, because yeah, Browns are gonna win. So yeah. All right, now we're getting into bigger spreads, and with great spreads comes great responsibility. We got the Dolphins taking on the Buffalo Bills inner division. The Bills are the heavy favorite, but here's where we get tricky, Brandon. I love getting tricky. Our spread is at seven. Ooh. 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 Okay. All right. So what, what, what do you think for that? Because that's an Deflection. interesting one. It's an interesting um, one. So our Dolphins. Dolphins are all fires, all cylinders firing. They're still in the hunt. I think they're in the playoffs still. Yeah. They're coming off of two losses. Back to back. Yep. You are, you are correct. Bills are coming off. They won in week 13 against the Pats. In week 14, they beat the Jets. So they're coming off of two wins. The Dolphins, when they lose, it hasn't always been close. They are able to get blown out. I mean, I'm, I'm fully confident taking the Bills in this game. You think the Bills can cover seven? seven. Exactly. That's a thing. That's a tricky part. I don't think they do. I think it's going to be a a close game. Tight game? So we're taking Miami with the spread? Well, is that, I mean, is that what what you think? Oh, man, I'm so torn. That's tough, dude. That's tough. Because if this parlay is going to flop, it's going down. It's got to be on both of us. I can't. I can't. Yeah, take, no, I agree. I no, can't I know, take I'm the school fall I'm again. You. I already had to do that once. And where you run into issues is you just you you start picking them like they're money line. Like there will be, there will be a four point game in here. Yeah. You're not. Did right. Miami have everyone playing? Like, are we? Lo- are they losing guys in the secondary? Because I thought one of their big guys in the secondary was out. Um, I seem to recall that, uh, I'm just quickly going through their, nothing, nothing major, no, like most, like all their, like big studs from what I'm seeing right now are, are going to play. All right. I like Dolphins plus seven, Brandon. Yeah. It's a bold move, but history favors the bold. Let's do it. We're going with the Dolphins. All right. What's that so far? So we've got Vikings, Browns, Dolphins. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm happy with that. I can work with that. But that's the tough ones. Well, we already had a tough one, but we got two more, more tough ones here. Giants and Commanders on the Sunday night game. What are we thinking for that one there? Now, let me just, I'm trying to get down here to the spread. So that's a four and a half point game. Commanders are given the favorite on this one. So they're the ones expected to cover. Giants are on a slide. Is Saquon out still? He's not out, but he's just not performing to his level that he was at the start of the season. So they like, played the, the commanders two out, weeks ago. And that game ended in a tie. That game ended in a fucking tie. It ended in a fucking tie. Yeah. Um, and the only really big thing for the, the, um, the commander, so Chase Young has yet to play a game this season, and he's questionable to play going into the game. So he might be back. Now, I don't think it matters whether he plays, whether he doesn't. 
I think the Commanders win this game. You do. I think that I think the Commanders win. The Washington football cover? team. You think they cover? Don't do this. I don't know, man. That's that's tough though. With like four and a half. I know that's, that's just a little over a field goal, not uh, quite a touchdown. I also uh, dropped the earbud from my ear, so I can't hear anything that's happening right now. And we're back in. It's it's so tough. Like that four and a half is so tough. Yeah. <sighs> so it's so tough. I think Heineke's. Here's what it comes down to: Heineke or Jones. Who's bigger dick in this performance? Heineke. All right. Then they're covering. Packers, Rams. Rams. Packers are the favorite. Rams are covering. Packers are going to win, but Rams are covering. All right. And that's the PGO primetime parlay, baby. No, 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 no. no. I'm just a big one. Do you you feel the same way for that, though? Yeah, I I do. I'm, I'm I'm on the Baker train. Yeah, I'm on the Baker train, too. I am. I am. Wholeheartedly on the Baker train. All right. Now, because we're doing two parlays this week. So, just keeping on Baker. So, we talked um, last week about, you know, the the Baker situation and and being with the Rams. You know, what what can it do for him um, moving forward and and whatnot? So, I was reading an article by just the the sports page, and they they brought up a really interesting suggestion now based mm-hmm. on uh, what happened last week so kyler murray tore his acl he might not even be ready to to go at the start of next season he might not be ready till week four five six of next season but someone said uh, what about the Cardinals signing baker mayfield in the offseason because he was uh he was coached by Cliff Kingsbury, apparently. Was he not? Or he has some relationship so. with, with yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. He's, he's best you're friends. Right. Like, him and Kyler Murray are like best friends. The Cardinals are going to need, like, they, they can't roll into a season with Colt McCoy starting at quarterback. I think he's a great guy. I think he's serviceable. But if the Cardinals, like, you want to start off the season hot because if you go on a slide at the beginning of the season, like, you can't come back from it. You're done. So I thought that was really interesting of Baker going to the Cardinals, putting up some good numbers there. And then when Murray comes back, you know, if Baker wants to be the backup, he can. If not, there's going to be other teams that have quarterback injuries that would wholeheartedly trade for him and welcome him in. And then maybe he, you know, kind of blossoms into the, the starter there. So. I just wanted to say, because I thought that was actually a really interesting uh, point of view that, that I didn't even, I don't think I would have ever thought of that. So No, you know, I think, I think you, you raise a good point. That being said, that would bum me out a little bit. I, I wish nothing but the best for Baker. I would like him to yeah. find a long-term home. I, I, I completely not bad. No, I think, he, I think he's better than a lot of, of quarterbacks in the league. I just mm. think. The Browns handled the situation so very poorly, very poorly, and to the point where they they didn't trade Baker, and now they got Deshaun Watson, and they completely lose all leverage in a Baker trade. That's fair. Because every team is like, well, we're not going to pay you up the wall like you want because, well, what, what are you going to do? You've already He's already your backup, like... What are you gonna do? Just keep him on your bench. Like you, you have to trade him now. So you're gonna trade him whatever we're offering, and which is eventually what they did. And they had to settle getting nothing for a first overall pick quarterback who's still very young, so much potential, and they got nothing back for him. And I think he's gonna go on to a team at some point here, and he is gonna do great things. Like I think he's still got a long career ahead of him, and I hope he does because I, I, I really like him. Yeah, he, he's he's a good attitude. Like I think he, he he's fun, he's easy to hate, but he is a good person to have in the league. Yeah. And I think he's a great guy to have in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Like you could see when, when he was with the Browns, like 
the way guys interacted with him on and off the field and the coaches and whatnot, like you could tell guys liked him. Guys wanted to go up there and leave it all on the line and die for that guy. Like they, he, he had the respect of that fan base, that city, that team. Like he, he was the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the Browns yeah. just made a, a desperate move and I think they're going to regret it one day, but. I think you're anyway, right, actually. Uh, so that's uh, the, the primetime PGO parlay. That's the primetime. So how much do we want to put on that? Because that, I'm going to be honest with you, we've racked up quite the odds on this parlay, Brandon. So what, what, what is it if we throw five on it? If we throw a little five ski? Or if we we would win 125. Yeah. So that that uh, that's the biggest PGO parlay we've ever done, ever done. And, and right, so, we're all I mean, doing we, it we with did the spread. Yeah, I was gonna say we did everything with the spread. So I, I'm okay with that. I'm not very confident in it because it is tough with the spread. Uh, let's do two and a half. Let's do two point five. Two point five. Keep yeah. it light on that one. Keep it light. Keep it light because we'll still win sixty bucks. Yeah. We're off of two dollars. That's not bad. All right. So you want me to read this out? Yeah. Run yeah, it down. It's been placed. I placed it early, my bad. Okay, we got the Vikings covering three and a half. The Browns covering three. Miami taking on or getting three points. Washington Commanders covering four and a half. And Rams taking or getting seven. Yeah. And that's the primetime PGO parlay, baby. I don't even know if we need another PGO parlay. Like, I, that satisfies me for this week. That satisfies the demon. Nah, the man, animal, we got, the beast, nah, we got, got nah, the we, we got to, no, nah, we got to with the other games, man. We got to, we owe it to ourselves. Like, okay, so Cowboys, Cowboys, Double they'll beat down. the Jaguars. Okay, yeah. So Cowboys, Jags, money line straight up. That's a lock. Chiefs, Texans, lock. Lions, yep. Jets, not a lock. Steelers, Panthers, nothing. Falcons, Saints, don't want to touch it. Eagles, Bears, Eagles. Patriots, Raiders, don't want to touch it. Cardinals, Broncos, Broncos are a lock. Not actually, dude. That game's gonna be that game's actually gonna be the, the shittiest game in the league this year. Okay, can we agree what Cowboys Jags spread is only set at four? Cowboys Jags spread is only set at four. Yeah, and Lawrence might not even play. Okay, so we're taking Cowboys to cover four. Yeah, all day. Kansas City spread set at fourteen. We're just taking Kansas City on the money line there. Money line. Eagles, Bears. Um, I like Eagles, just money line. Yeah, the spread's that at eight nine and a half there. Is, is a little, oh, yeah, nine. Yeah, that's a little too, little too dicey, I think. Um, I, I would take Chargers straight up over the Titans. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that action with you. But so to throw it down, we'll do, we'll do two, two five-game parlays. We've got to pick one more game to throw on there then. Ooh. Bengals, Bengals, Bucks, Pats, Raiders, Steelers, Panthers, Lions, Jets, Falcons, Saints, and the Cardinals, Broncos. Broncos Nation, let's ride. Match, I'm not riding with that team, though. Fuck that. Damn, these are close games, bro. Like, in, in my opinion, it hurts. It breaks my heart to do it. But the one that makes the most sense. I think Panthers. I was thinking Bengals over the Bucks. I think Darnold's back. Panthers showed they had a good game last week. Steelers' defense though is is good. Like, the, and that thing is, they're both five and eight, so it's so tough to like both teams are are right in the midst of mid. And we can't talk about Sam Darnold like he he's the the greatest thing. Also, DJ Moore is uh, questionable. To play, which could have, which is a big part of the Panthers' offense. Is so it who do you think? Who do you think the lock is then? Pocket. Do you like? I think we stay over, at four. Do you like Pats over Raiders? Yeah, I kind of like Patriots as the underdog there. In in that game, you, then let's I like, take the I like Patriots. And give them one and a half. Yeah, fuck it. I like the Patriots. We'll take them with the spread, one and a half. Yeah, fuck yeah. 
Give them, give them that one bonus point. So if they only lose by one, we don't lose the bet. Yeah, hell yeah, I like that. All right, all right. I like, I so like we got that, Cowboys actually. to cover, Chiefs money line, Eagles money line, Chargers money line, and Patriots with one and a half. That's your five team non prime time PGO parlay. Say that five times fast. How about it? Nope. Our bet's been placed. Even if I tried. Well, ain't that just a treat, eh? We got we got them both locked in. One maybe one of them will hit. Maybe. Who knows, right? I, you know, I I think we'll be. I I think they'll hit. I, I think at least one will. I think we're we're due for one. Yeah. And I don't think it's gonna be the prime time one. <laughs> Aww. I don't think it's gonna be the prime time Aww, one. Oh, Brandon, why? I hope it. I hope they both do. But if I had to pick one to flop, like the part or the the prime time one is is yeah. There's not many like like going into this week. There's not many games where it's like, man, like this is like a a must see game. I mean, like realistically, the most must see is the dolphins bills and then the following night giants commanders are like the two and even those aren't like i mean the i mean i would say actually probably the giants commanders because that game has a huge impact on on maybe which team makes the playoffs and misses potentially so because mm-hmm. they, they did tie the first game so it really kind of comes down to to this game you know they're they're both in the same uh same spot. They are both holding on to wild card spots still. But like Seahawks are still in it. Lions are still in it. Lions get a win. Mm-hmm. One of the like yeah, Lions could still crawl back into it. Packers still have a chance. Like it's it's still wide open. So that's gonna be a big game for both teams. You know what you're right. It's, it's we got big weeks here. The the division is still very close. Oh, very close. Oh, yeah, like all teams are still in a playoff spot. Eagles have already clinched at the top, and then Cowboys, Commanders, Giants, they hold down the entire wildcard spots. Crazy. So looking at the way the NFL does the playoffs, I want to propose a question to you. Mm-hmm. Would you rather see the... Because the NFL just recently, a couple years ago, expanded away from the two teams get a bye week to just one, but now you get three uh, divisional games on, or uh, like like both sides. Or I guess kind of conference, like the NFC games and then the AFC games. Have, what about the idea of if the NFL just did, you know, you've got your, your four divisional leaders make the playoffs, but you do four wildcard spots. So then no, no teams get a bye, but then you can roll four games on the Saturdays, four on the Sundays. Mm, no, because if I you're get, first I get place, the you way they, a bye. I don't think so. See, it's the only, uh, like, football's the only sport where it's like, yeah, your first team, you get a bye. Like, no. Yeah. I think other sports, I think baseball does that. Oh, yeah. But I don't pay attention to baseball that much. Doesn't hockey? I've, I've been more and more lately. Nope. NHL doesn't. Mm. NBA doesn't. It's it's eight teams uh, each side, and they they all do it out. Because I think that'd be cool. Because you look you look at the way that it would be done. Imagine you get a scenario where first round Eagles and I mean the way it's looking, Seahawks have it right now, but the Lions could easily pass it. First round, you got Eagles and and Lions. Imagine if the Lions upset the Eagles round one like that. Would be would be insane. You look over at the uh, the AFC. The the Jets are currently tied with the Chargers that last spot. Same with the Patriots. Imagine if the Patriots or Jets get in that final spot. They play the Bills round one. Bills don't get a bye. It's just first round of the playoffs. Bills and Jets or Bills and Patriots. Like, um, just think of, of how many more great games you could have if, if you did that and, and went away from the one team gets a bye type of thing. All right, I'll give it to you. I know it, I know it, I know it won't ever happen because the NFL loves doing their way where 
you've got your three Sunday game or Saturday games where they're spread out, so there's no it overlapping interference. And same with the Sunday ones. So that's why I don't think they're ever gonna do that. But I think that would be something that'd be really cool if, if it did happen, because I think you just get a lot more interesting matchups in in the first round. You got a greater chance for for upsets, I think. Yeah, especially oh, I, I especially you, with you've you've won yeah. me over. Especially just with what we've talked about more, how the league is becoming more like there's more diversity now. Like there's no like, I mean, you could say like every team aside from from the Texans, like every mm-hmm. team has bright spots. They are good. They could beat any team on 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 any night type type of thing. Aside from the Texans, just like they they are horrendously bad. Um. Well, I thought I just thought that was something that would be cool to maybe see down the line, but I don't think we'll ever get the luxury of that. But hey, we can dream. We always dream over here. We dream about PGO parlays. Exactly. We love to dream. We love to dream. That we do. We're dreamers. We do. Um, um I think that kind of wraps up our, our NFL. Yeah, or... I was gonna say, should we head to bed? Well. Do we have a clown report? We do have a clown report. Oh, who's oh, been do a clown? we ever? Oh, who's been a clown? You're not gonna like it. Tom Brady. Zdeno Chara. What did he do? Zdeno Chara. The I and I will say, I think uh, this was the first, the biggest guy we've ever had on the uh, the clown report by quite a bit. I think actually. He's a big dude. Um, so recently, um, Zdeno Chara went on to a podcast. I believe the podcast was Games with Names. Is what I believe the name of the the podcast was. Um, okay. So Zdeno Chara went on went on this podcast and. You know, they, they were just kind of picking his brain, just wanting to hear some of his stories and, and whatnot from being in NHL. And one of the stories Chara decided to share was, so back in, in 2011, you know, we know that the, the Bruins beat the, the Vancouver Canucks in the Stanley Cup final, which I bet you were so fucking thrilled about, you and your Boston Bruins. Um, um, so Vancouver started, uh, they, the, Vancouver's the home team. So they won, they won game two and one at home, or one and two at home. So they're going to Boston now, up two games to none. And so Zdeno Chara decides on this podcast to say, the tide really turned when... Um, so the way it works in the NHL is the, the road teams actually practice in like the home team's arena. So Vancouver would have practiced in TD Garden, like Boston's home arena. And then Boston practices, you know, at their own practice facility away from TD Garden. Mm-hmm. And so Chara said originally that when the Canucks were practicing before game three in Boston, he said that after, like after practice, I guess the Canucks players were um, skating around on the ice and, you know, mimicking, lifting the cup and deciding how they were going to pass it off and... Um, and, and how they were gonna, how you know how they were all gonna do it, and then he said, a, a, like a day later, or something or later that day, he heard that Canucks players were asking like, uh, some of the the workers at TD Gardens and some management guys like, you know how how much of their friends and family can come onto the ice after the games insinuating after game four if they sweep them oh my how many can come on onto the ice afterwards and whatnot and so then char said you know when we saw and heard that that's what really uh gave us a kick in the ass and we we geared it up and, and went to work and, and then they you know they obviously came back to win that series in game seven in vancouver um so that, so that was his side. That's, you know, what he said on that podcast, and it got, you know, obviously clipped and put on YouTube shorts and TikTok, and it, it spread like wildfire. It was, it was going mm-hmm. around everywhere. And then, so 
Kevin Bieksa at the time during that Stanley Cup final was playing for the Canucks, and he's now on the panel for Hockey Night in Canada, which is like the the biggest stage you could be on as as a sports oh, broadcaster. I, I'm, I'm aware of Hockey Night in Canada. So, so he when once he originally heard about it, he put out a statement saying like, "I'm you know declining to speak about this time. I'm going to talk openly and publicly on Hockey Night in Canada." And I'm going to address all of this. And so he Jesus. he went on, handled it very well. You know, he was very well composed. Obviously, like, very upset, hurt, not happy with the situation. But he, he kept his composure and maintained himself very well. I got to give him credit there. So he comes out to mm-hmm. say, like, like, this is false. Very clearly. Like, we did not do these things. We, I don't know where, you know, Char is making up all this stuff. And then he makes a really good point um, with Kelly Rudy, who's also on it. It's the fucking Stanley Cup final. And you've got thousands of reporters, Stanley Cup finals, watching every practice, trying to get in the locker room, this and this. Why did a single reporter not see them doing this and decide, hey, this is a great story. This is a massive story I can do. Nothing. True. Anyone at, at TD Garden has no, no recollection of, of, of being asked these things. Like, there is no proof that it happened, and there's proof to back up that it did not, because this would have been news during the time, right during the middle of the cup final. It'd be headlines that Vancouver thinks they've already got it won. Vancouver thinks they're going to sweep it in, in Boston and practice already lifting the cup and passing it around. Like, so, BXO was really upset with char like he he has a lot of respect for char and looks up to him thinks he's a great guy but he said like man it's tough to see him go on a podcast like this and just spew random bullshit just to to get a story and whatnot he said like it's and and that's not the type of person char is like ever anyone that's you know ever watched interviews of him or or seen like they know he's not that type of guy i think he maybe is just caught up in the moment being on a on a fun kind of goofy podcast kind of like ours almost like it's not serious. It's just it's more just kind of vibes and chill. So I think maybe part of that played into it. So, but at the end of the day, he's going on the clown report, the biggest clown we've ever had physically. Like physically, he's a fucking big dude. Um, so that's that's a long story to get to the point. But Zdeno Char is going on the clown report. Hate to do it to you, but he did it to himself. I'll take it. But if you get the oh, chance, I do, I do fully recommend watching that Hockey Night Canada clip. I think it's on YouTube and everything. Like, it was... The, the way BX had talked about it was, was very well done. For a guy that was a big hitter and liked to fight, like... Yeah, his brain's still on, right? Like, he knows how to handle himself and talk and act like he's... You'd say he's handling it a lot better than Antonio Brown? Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. We don't even know what AB's up to anymore. All I know is... Is he on Twitter? He had a worn out for him, and I don't know what he's doing now. Um, we'll take it. Whatever he's you, doing... You got any clowns, though? You've been kind of clown-free the last couple weeks. I've been, you know, Brandon, I've, I've just... I've, I've found Buddhism in my life. And I've realized it's not on me you're, to cast... You're turning judgment. over a new leaf? I'm turning over a new leaf, Brandon. I really am. You can't do that. Can't do it. I know. I've been Can't lazy. Um, clowns, if you wear a toucan doors. I don't know. I made fun of someone wearing that in my last show. Fuck, I do that sometimes, though. So do I. But I'm hey. putting that on the YouTube, so check out We'll See Comedy on YouTube. We're releasing a 20-minute yeah. little comedy compilation. Check that out. And maybe I'm a clown. If it turns out to be as bad as Gringo Poppy, you can throw me on the clown report. How about that? Oh, yeah. threw in a Brendan Schaub diss. Yeah, Urban Meyer. There we go. Oh fuck yeah, we forgot to plug Urban. Urban Meyer. Hey, maybe throw uh, ourselves on the clown report if our uh, new style of intro this episode went horribly. Nah, fuck it. I love it. I love it. Just we hey, just Brandon. flow right into it with bidets and. Washing our assholes and whatnot. Just guys being dudes. That's what we're doing. Just guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Hey, Brandon. 
Oh, yes. I really enjoyed this episode. Where can I find more PGO I, content? That is a great question. You usually plug them all, so give me one second. You can find us on oh, That's a great Instagram. question, Brandon. You can find us on Instagram at PGO Shut. Go for it. Yeah. No, no, no. Go for it, man. I literally no, don't know. I only know that the okay, well, I know the, I'll I'll do two. You do, you can take care of the rest. Okay. You can find us on Instagram at PGO Show. Just the letters PGO and then show. And you can also find us over on Twitter at PG Overtime. The letters PG and then Overtime. You can find us on there. Which you we can also find stupid us. shit, but hey, you know what? It makes for good content. It makes for great content. Speaking of great con- content, you can also find us over at the TikTok at PGO Show. Same as the Instagram. And be sure to hop over to the YouTube, which is, spell it out for us, folks. It's post-game overtime. Post-game is one word, and we want to see you there. And if you're not, you are square. Thanks so hey, much for the, listening. What's, what's, the, what's the TikTok handle again? PGO. It's just PGO? I think it's PGO Show. It's the same as the Instagram. Uh, IG. Okay, because I was starting to think, I was like, man, are all of our fucking socials, like, different? Okay, no, we got, we got two of them on the same. But yeah. That's, well, they're uh, all a little different, but they all run around the same. It makes it fun and unique everywhere. It's like, we're all, we're post-game overtime, but it's PGO show here, PG overtime, post-game overtime. We keep it fresh and fun for everyone. Yeah, they're all, they all go by different names, but at the end of the day, it brings you the same goofy, silly... Sports action. Content. Yeah, that. Yeah, content. That's what I was looking for. Thanks so much for listening.